You're listening to the Bible Chunks Read-Through Podcast in association with the Limadine Bible Reading Plan and Charles River Church. To have your own copy of this reading plan sent straight to your inbox, you can sign up at charlesriver.lmd.church. For more information about Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Hey, welcome to Bible Chunks, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Revelation 12.1 through 16.21. 85 verses today. And a great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was pregnant and was crying out in birth pains in the agony of giving birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a great red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, and on his head seven diadems. His tail swept down a third of the stars of heaven and cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she bore her child he might devour it. She gave birth to a male child, one who is to rule all the nations with rod of iron. But her child was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she, was, where she had a place prepared by God, in which she is to be nourished twelve hundred and sixty days. Now war arose in heaven, Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon. And the dragon and his angels fought back, but he was defeated, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come, for the accuser of our brothers has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, for they love not their own lives even unto death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. But woe to you, O earth and sea, for the devil has come down to you in great wrath, because he knows that his time is short. And when the dragon saw that he had been thrown down to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. But the woman was given the two wings of the great eagle, so that she might fly from the serpent into the wilderness, to the place where she is to be nourished for a time, and time, and half a time. The serpent poured water like a river out of his mouth after the woman to sweep her away with the flood. But the earth came to help the woman, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed the river that the dragon had poured from its mouth. Then the dragon became furious with the woman and went off to make war of of the rest of her offspring on those who keep the commandments of God and hold the testimony of Jesus. And he stood on the sand of the sea. And I saw a beast rising out of the sea with ten horns, and seven heads, with ten diadems on its horns, and blasphemous names on its heads. And the beast that I saw was like a leopard. Its feet were like a bear's, and its mouth was like a lion's mouth. And to it the dragon gave his power to the throne and great authority. One of his heads seemed to have a mortal wound, but its mortal wound was healed. And the whole earth marveled as they followed the beast. And they worshipped the dragon, for he had given his authority to the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast, and who can fight against it? 
The beast was given a mouth uttering haughty and blasphemous words, and it was allowed to exercise authority for 42 months. It opened its mouth to utter blasphemies against God, blaspheming his name and his dwelling, that is, those who dwell in heaven. Also, it was allowed to make war on the saints and to conquer them. And authority was given it over every tribe and people and language and nation, and all who dwell on the earth will worship it. Everyone whose name has not been written before the foundation of the world in the book of the life of the Lamb, the Lamb who was slain. If anyone has an ear, let him hear. To anyone, if anyone is to be taken captive, to captivity he goes. If anyone is to be slain with the sword, with the sword he must be slain. Here is a call for the endurance of the faith of the saints. And I saw another beast rising out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, and it spoke like a dragon. It exercises all authority of the first beast in its presence, and makes the earth and its inhabitants worship the first beast, whose mortal wound was healed. It performs great signs, even making fire come down from heaven to earth in front of people. And by the sign that it allowed to work in the presence of the beast, it deceives those who dwell on the earth, telling them to make an image of the beast that was wounded by the sword and yet live. And it was allowed to give breath to the image of the beast, so that the image of the beast might even speak, might cause those who would not worship the image of the beast to be slain. Also it causes all, both small and great, both rich and poor, both free and slave, to be marked on the right hand or the forehead, so that no one can buy or sell unless he has the mark, that is, the name of the beast or the number of its name. This calls for wisdom, that the one who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is number of a man, and his number is 666. Then I looked, and behold, on Mount Zion stood the Lamb, with him a hundred and forty-four thousand who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven like the roar of many waters, like the sound of thunder. The voice I heard was like the sound of a harpist playing on their harps. And they were singing a new song before the throne, and before the four living creatures, and before the elders. No one could learn that song except the one hundred forty-four thousand who had been redeemed from the earth. It is these who have not defiled themselves with women, for they were virgins. It is these who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. These have been redeemed from mankind as firstfruits for God and the Lamb. and their mouth no lie was found, for they were blameless. Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth, to every nation and tribe and language and people, and he said with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. Another angel, a second, followed, saying, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great, she who made all nations drink the wine of the passion of her sexual immorality. And another angel, a third, followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast and its image, and receives a mark on his forehead or his hand, he also will drink the wine of God's wrath, poured full strength into the cup of his anger, and he will be tormented with fire and sulfur in the presence of the holy angels in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment goes up forever and ever, and they have no rest, day or night. These worshippers of the beast and its image, whoever receives the mark of its name. Here is a call for the endurance of the saints, those who keep the commandments of God and their faith in Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write this, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Blessed indeed, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, for their deeds follow them.
Then I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and seated on the cloud, one like a son of man with a golden crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. And another angel came out of the temple, calling with a loud voice to him who sat on the cloud, Put in your sickle and reap, for the hour has come to reap, for the harvest of the earth is fully ripe. So he who sat on the cloud swung his sickle across the earth, and the earth was reaped. Then another angel came out of the temple in heaven, and he too had a sharp sickle. And another angel came out from the altar, the angel who has authority over the fire. And he called with a loud voice to the one who had a sharp sickle, Put in your sickle and gather the clusters from the vine of the earth, for its grapes are ripe. So the angel swung his sickle across the earth and gathered the grape harvest of the earth and threw it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. And the winepress was trodden outside the city, and blood flowed from the winepress as high as a horse's bridle for sixteen hundred stadia. Then I saw another sign in heaven, great and amazing, seven angels with seven plagues, which are the last, for with them the wrath of God is finished. And I saw what appeared to be a sea of glass mingled with fire, and also those who had conquered the beast in its image and the number of its name, standing beside the sea of glass with harps of God in their hands. And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and amazing are your deeds. O Lord God Almighty, just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. After this I looked, and the sanctuary of the tent of witness in heaven was opened. And out of the sanctuary came the seven angels with the seven plagues, clothed in pure bright linen, with golden sashes around their chests, and one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. The sanctuary was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. No one could enter the sanctuary until the seven plagues of the seven angels were finished. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple telling the seven angels, Go and pour out on the earth the seven bowls of God's wrath. So the first angel went and poured out his bowl on the earth. And harmful and painful sores came upon the people who bore the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. The second angel poured out its bowl into the sea, and it became like the blood of a corpse, and every living thing died that was in the sea. The third angel poured out his bowl into the rivers and the springs of water, and they became blood. And I heard the angel in charge of the water say, Just are you, O Holy One, who is and who was, for you brought these judgments, for they have shed the blood of saints and prophets, and you've given them blood to drink. It is what they deserve. And I heard the altar saying, Yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun and was allowed to scorch people with fire. They were scorched by fierce heat, and they cursed the name of God who had power over these plagues. They did not repent and give him glory. The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. People gnawed their tongues in anguish and cursed the God of heaven in their pain and sores. They did not repent of their deeds. The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings of the east. And I saw, coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet, three unclean spirits like frogs, for they're demonic spirits, performing signs who go abroad to the kings of the whole world to assemble them for battle on the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I'm coming like a thief. 
Blessed is one who stays awake, keeping his garments on, that he may not go about naked and be seen exposed. And they assembled them on the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder, and a great earthquake, such as has never been seen on earth. So great was that earthquake. The great city was split into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. And God remembered Babylon the great to make her drain the cup of the wine of the fury of his wrath. And every island fled away, and no mountains were to be found. And great hailstones, about 100 pounds each, fell from heaven on people. And they cursed God for the plague of hail, because the plagues were so severe. The book of Revelation is so symbolic, and it has so much Old Testament language, so much imagery that it can be very difficult to understand. And we're not going to get to the bottom of it on this little podcast. But what I do want to point out first is just the the idea that the plagues were coming. Meanwhile, in heaven, those who know God were praising God as these things were coming upon the earth because they were God's just judgment against wickedness. Wickedness must be judged. And the option is either have it judged by the blood of Christ, covered over, and be made right with God, or bear the judgment yourself. And at the end of days, here we see seven plagues from seven angels being poured out on the earth. And they're the most severe that we've seen so far in the book of Revelation. And with those plagues, we're to be reminded of other plagues that happened in the book of Exodus when God's judgment came upon Egypt and his judgment was just and it led to his people worshiping him and we can see similarly here that as the plagues are going on people are continually blaspheming the name of God in the midst of the plagues rather than running to him to find rescue and refuge rather than repenting humbling themselves confessing that they were wrong and switching teams, even in the 11th hour. They're doubling down on their sin and blaspheming God's name. And so the big idea behind here is that we're introduced to a woman and a dragon. The woman gives birth to a male child who is to be the ruler of the nations and the dragon seeks to devour that child. And the dragon's plans are, are, are thwarted time and again and the the son is born and the rescue has occurred and the beast lost it and then was allowed to wreak havoc on the earth and how all of these these signs are going to play out or have played out and are going to play out again that's up for debate and i think that's that's important that we do debate and discuss these things but The big picture is that the beast and the dragon seem to be winning throughout much of this. But because this is apocalyptic literature, we get a glimpse outside of the earth. We get a glimpse of what's going on in the heavenlies. And we can see that in the heavenlies, this is all God's plan. Again and again, the beast is allowed to do these things. He is allowed to reign for like two years. He is allowed 
to do these things. It is God who is restraining him even in his his wickedness, even in the, the dragon's wickedness. God is still restraining him and he's not allowing him to go and, and be as wicked as he possibly could be. And then God does judge the dragon. Well, we'll see that I think next time we read, but judgment is coming upon the earth. The things that we do and the things that we say and the things that we think, they aren't meaningless. They all have a purpose. They will all be weighed and each one of us will be found lacking. Not on an actual scale. Let me just make that clear. But for those of us who are in Christ, we will be redeemed. And the rest of the world that chooses not to be in Christ will be judged. All sin will be done away with. And that's the point of this section, is that we see seven bowls poured out on earth, bowls of God's wrath. Jesus already drank the dregs of God's wrath. But the, these are people and nations and systems that choose not to repent, to turn back to Christ, and to have their sins forgiven. Even in the midst of the harshest judgment that you could even fathom, they continue to turn against turn against their father. And so we see lots of judgment. We see lots of worship as well because when those who have been slain by the dragon, slain by those who are under the influence of the dragon, God's judgment is sweet to them. That finally the earth is going to be placed into a state of shalom by judging the wickedness and the evil. And so the, the middle here, John says, here is a call for the endurance of the saints, those who keep the commands of God and their faith in Jesus. And so regardless of what is happening around you, the call is to endure and to continue to seek God regardless of circumstances even if the mountains are falling into the sea, even if the, the waters are turning into blood, even if you're not allowed to buy or sell, keep the faith, endure, and trust that God knows what he's doing and we have an eternity with him. And, and it's going to be shalom forever and ever. And so as we wrap up today, I ask you to consider what does this section of scripture tell us about who God is and what he's like? What does it tell you about yourself? And finally, what was it? that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while we were reading today. Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless you.